Hey everyone, welcome to Trucking After Hours, the week of March 30th, 2000 plus 20. And we are glad you are here. We're here to keep the you in. The quarantine edition. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the we should be six the... feet apart. You are, oh. I can go out in the other room. No, not at all, not at all. <laughs> actually... I was actually thinking of opening the show with the my pillow strapped to my head because <laughs> you I, want me, I could do that for you. <laughs> yeah. I'll strap it here. You know, Mike, Mike Lindell has closed down the pillow factories to make face masks, and I'm thinking, well, hell, I'll just put the pillow over my face. Exactly. Have a more hard... layers of filtration. I yeah. can I can help you with that if you want. <laughs> yeah, it's not the pillow. Over Stop the face. resisting. It's, it's the leaning on it that didn't help. <laughs> This will be easier when you stop fighting. <laughs> kind of like when my dad taught me how to swim. You know, he just took me out in the middle of the lake and tossed me in. <laughs> yeah, just swimming was the easy part. Getting out of that damn gunny sack, though, I'll tell you, that was a bear. <laughs> Those damn chains are heavy. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I didn't know that's what you did with concrete blocks. <laughs> Hey, we have some good stuff tonight. We do have a little bit of the the craziness that is going on, but uh, darn it, we have a show motivated by some email stuff, a double dose of This Week in Beer, and all should be well. Beer is essential. I'm an essential employee. I would say I'm not as essential as other employees right now, but... You know, you and I are in uh, two essential businesses that make the world go around, beer and toilet paper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of which, I don't know if we mentioned this on the last show. We found no, some... we, we found that after. Did we find this after the Coors Edge? Coors Edge. It is not bad. Yeah, I, I did a show this week to put out in the feed. But uh, yeah, you and I haven't talked in, in a couple of weeks, at least on the show. This stuff is pretty good. I mean, the, the Coors Light was 50 calories a can, and it tastes like watered-down beer. Yeah. Uh, but it'll wash down a pizza. Oh, yeah. This well, six or seven of them will wash down a pizza. <laughs> I was going to say, well, wash down six or seven. On what planet? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, speaking of which, we will be talking about uh, how to get healthy and stay healthy, and mainly how I did it, and I think my path can be repeated. Email from Cannon, message from Donald Roy, and those kind of made up the bulk of the show. But we did have a couple of uh, trucking things to talk about, but I've got our first shiny object. Sweet. What did we watch on TV yesterday? Rocky. Rocky what? One. And two. And two. Now, who had the Black Trans Am in his movie? Smokey and the Bandit, right? Yes. So did Rocky. Yep. Rocky. Rocky had one in what, the second one? The second one. Now, here's the catch. Couldn't afford it in the first one. Well, <laughs> so this the, is true. But the first one was released in 76. Smokey and the Bandit came out in 77. Rocky II came out in 79, but it continues right where the first one left off pretty much with him in the ring. Yeah. So, I don't know who really had their Trans Am first. Did, do we have to time shift Rocky or, or do we just leave it? I, I think we leave it with Smokey. I would just leave it with Smokey. <laughs> I thought it was cool I have, to see. I have not been able to find it again. Uh, you know, I like the the rest of the world have spent countless hours of you know mindlessly scrolling through Facebook. Amazingly, there is a lot of good going on in the world right now with everything that is happening. There's not a lot of negativity on Facebook, which which is cool. I've seen a lot of really great videos from 
from some people who I'm pretty sure are about ready to snap, <laughs> but they're coming up with some funny stuff. There was a guy, you remember the old slot race cars? Oh, I love them. Slot track cars. He had a set of these that actually had a black Trans Am and the truck and trailer from oh. Smoking the Bandit. Oh, man. Well, he, he re-graphicked the backside of the trailer to say Charmin. <laughs> <laughs> so he did a whole video playing the, <laughs> the eastbound and downside Oh, that's, that's Rolled hilarious. around on this uh, little slot track with Smokey and, and uh, Snowman hauling ass wipe. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. That is choice. Speaking of hauling anything, I was reading and I, I popped this up in actually on my personal Facebook page this week. And this was out of CDL Life. Kind of an interesting story. CDL issues or CDC, Center for Disease Control, issues yep. guidance for truckers who don't want to go to New York City due to coronavirus. I got news for you. I don't want to go to New York City without the coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, I mean, number one, it's New York City. It's a pain in the ass. And number two, the fear is you're going to get quarantined and not be able to come out. So there's some guidance there on, no, you're not going to get, you know, you're not going to be ordered to self-quarantine and guidance on what to do. Stay in your truck as much as possible. But it makes me wonder, are, are you guys still having to go on the loading dock and count freight going on? Or are they doing shipper load and count and letting you stay in your truck? Or are you still having to go in and break stuff down and deal with lumpers and all of that crap? I, I mean, I don't see any of that changing. And, yeah. and I don't know. I'm not out there. You guys are out there. You're the one driving the trucks. I'd love to know if some of that is still going on. I know it, at least in the... Uh... The delivery side for my company, uh, most of the other vendors, uh, most of the accounts that we're still delivering to your retail accounts, they have really, really laxed on their delivery hours because they understand people are they're running short staffed. They're running short staffed. They're busier. Uh, they're they're not getting their back rooms cleaned as, as quickly. So they've relaxed their delivery hours. Walmart, we can now deliver up until 8 o'clock at night. Oh, geez. Uh, you know, it, it used to be if you're not here by 2, you're sitting until tomorrow. Okay, name so me anybody it, shopping at Walmart who's not leaving with beer and toilet paper. I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> uh, the, in, at least in this county, they do not exist. Yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you. We are we are north of Highway Eight. You those are those are essentials. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I'd, I'd see a lot more of you know their the stores are doing their the best that they can to you know they're giving out gloves. They are doors are just left open during business hours. Um, we're not. I'm not handing them my phone. Hey. Sign your invoice. Nope, there's none of that. I type in a name, print it off, you know, give them the paper. The, just a, a lot of bending over backwards to make it easier on us, easier on them. And I, I hope that's that's true for all of the uh, the over-the-road guys, too. You know, I hear a lot of it, and I actually have the chance on my days off to do a uh, what they call a short-haul run. So, you know, 500 miles, 250 out, 250 back, be back the same day if I wanted to do... I don't know, Chicago, Minneapolis, even stay in Wisconsin. And uh, I've got another day or two to decide if I want to do one of those next week or not. But 
No. I, I may. I don't know. I've got other things I'd like to do also, but. Yeah, yeah, but how long, other than your road trip now, how long has it been since you got to just get in a truck and actually go through more than one gear? Well, it, it's an auto <laughs> shift, so it, it's just not quite the same. But, yeah, it, it would be good to get back out there maybe once or twice and make it. Yeah, and it's, it's good money. So, yeah. so I don't know. I'm, I'm still tossing that one around. You had uh, something out of Woodland, Washington, did you not? Yes, uh, and I've actually heard about this. Uh, get it opened here uh, from other places too. Uh, with everything going on, obviously trucks are they're still going down the road. Uh, there, there is no stopping them. They're they're busier than ever, and I'm I'm hoping they're all out there making a killing right now. I sure hope so. There are not a lot of restaurants for them to go into. It is I know in picking. Wisconsin, there is not a single restaurant you can go sit and have a meal. Well, and um, when you think of it, McDonald's is open drive through only. How the hell does that work in a semi? Yeah. Uh, the the McDonald's in, the, in Barron, where I work, they have a their big reader board. Trucks are welcome. And I'm going, I don't know how where? the hell you'd get a truck in there. Yeah. I mean, this is eight minivans fills up the parking lot. So where the hell are you going to put a, put a semi? Well, and it sucks um, when you got to call Uber to go to McDonald's and bring it across the street to the truck stop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I, I know a lot of places are offering, you know, call, let us know, hey, I'm going to be there in five minutes. Here's what my truck looks like. They'll run it out to you. A lot of places have an app. You know, you can order it there. They'll, they're working with people, which I think is great. Um, in Washington here, they're taking it a, a step further. And uh, what highway was that? I didn't know if that was right off of I-5 or because that's what. Yeah, it, Inter Interstate 5. They have a uh, a school building right on the interstate. Odd choice for a, a school, but it's obviously. It's only during this, recess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go play in the freeway, you little brat. It makes the kids tough, okay? <laughs> hey, it ends childhood obesity. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> We're going to thin out the week here. <laughs> there we go. A little Darwinism on I-5. The school district said, hey, we have a building that, frankly, is sitting unused. It has restrooms. It has showers. It, it has facilities that these guys and girls on the road can can use. So they have opened up. Uh, the school 24 seven, uh, to allow the, the truckers to, Hey, you can come in park, take a shower. Uh, I'm assuming they're probably doing some kind of food, uh, in the cafeteria there, or at least it's, you know, a stop. They can park their truck. Maybe there's a, a restaurant or something close by. They can go ahead and drive through, but just nice to see more positive coming out of this situation. Yes. Because you know, I, I know the, the truck stop in town where we fill up our trucks. You can park overnight, but you can't come in. Yeah. You know, they, they don't have, they have a... And that had a decent, good old-fashioned truck stop restaurant. Not anymore. No? They did a, a big remodel here. They have their, what is it that the Senex has? Their Hot Stuff oh, brand. Uh, they have an A&W in there that's just... Some of the worst food I think I've ever had out of a, a fast food place. Oh, 
What a shame. And those are they're both shut down. That that's a shame. What's Cannon got to say there? Well, I'm thinking his name's Brian and he's just reversed his name. If I remember right, he said that Oh, okay. One time. At first he said Corona is just a convenient excuse for staying out of New York. True. <laughs> I agree. Then he said in Texas he's seen McDonald's at the truck stops taking orders at the entrance of the lobby and then bringing it to you at the entrance so you don't go in because you can't go in and eat, but at least you don't have to walk through the drive-thru. Well, that's, that's cool. cool. That is neat. I've seen a lot of that, too. <laughs> Just some. Some random guy standing in line. At yep. <laughs> oh, man. Thank God this thing didn't hit when it was 20 below zero. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, that's neat to see the woodland thing catch on. And, and I've heard um, a few churches trying to get out. And you know, I don't think most people understand. You don't put 80,000 pounds on a church parking lot or a school parking lot and not do some damage. You know, maybe once or twice. But if you had uh, three months of semis parking there, you're going to have some pretty serious ruts in your in your parking lot. Oh yeah. So so we get that, but you know, and when when you can bring some services out or or shuttle in or something, it it's certainly appreciated. Okay, yeah. so it is canon. Okay. So it was somebody else who told us one time they were they had their names reversed, but he answers to anything. So we're just going to call him anything now. All right. <laughs> anything now. <laughs> Now, I remember reading something and, and maybe somebody out there knows because it's, you know, it's on Facebook. So anything I read on Facebook, I figure it's a 50-50 shot. Oh, you're uh, generous. But the, uh, the Illinois scales were actually running open. Nobody was getting weighed. It was you're pulling in and you're getting basically a, a bag full of food. I think that's cool. And I think... Um a little bit of interaction. I, I mean, so many of these companies, they never call their drivers. Yeah. That's got to stop. It did. You does. know, you, you make all of this culture, culture, culture. Well, it, it's got to be a two way street. You need to call and you need to check on those guys. I don't yeah. care if they're rolling or not. They're talking to someone. They ought to be talking to you. Yeah. You might as well. You know, it, it costs you nothing. I think I saw that <clears throat> on Facebook where it was, people making bag lunches for truck drivers. Yeah. And they were taking them out to them. That that was neat. I think that's neat. Yeah. I, I thought that was, you know, the let's, let's be honest. Truckers kind of get a bad rap. Um, they're, they're a nuisance. Nobody really cares about them on the road. It's not very often. They, they are the, the shining stars and they, they deserve it. You know, ev everything that they're getting right now. I listened to just because there was absolutely nothing else on. I'm not a big Glenn Beck fan. <laughs> he does do some good stuff, but he's hyping the hell out of the virus. But he had a lot of good things to say. And I, I'm thinking this show was off of this week somewhere. But he had a lot of good things. It's very complimentary to the, you know, you guys are out there making, you're, you're making shit happen. Yeah. You know, you're, you're doing what you got to do. You're trying to stay safe. Don's doing the same. I'm doing the same. Um, I, I have the advantage of being able to isolate a little more. I have no obligation to talk to anybody at work other than on the radio. The equipment we used to have to go sign out is now hanging in the truck, and we just have to call on the radio and tell them that it's there. Nice. So we do shift change. We know what is there, so that's cool. Speaking that of neat. Brian or Cannon, I like that. Let's just stick with Cannon. That works. Come anything. Uh, yeah, anything. anything. Yeah, or anything. <laughs> hey, anything. 
Uh, just got done listening to the five road to yeah the five roadkill episode. Great show. I really latched onto the four wheel the four hundred one k portion of the episode though. You talked a little bit about Dave Ramsey's book and wanting to learn about uh, investing. Any podcasts you can recommend? You know, without going through and listening to who they are and who is producing them, no. But I will say this with investing. Start with with reading. Start with some of the bigger mutual fund companies. I would never invest in individual stocks early on until you really learn what you're doing. That's a good way to get your ass kicked. I look at right now, all these guys go, buy real estate, buy real estate, buy real estate. No. Yeah, that really works out well right now when you've all your retirement set up in six rental properties and nobody's going to pay their rent. Yeah. And there isn't a damn thing you can do about it. There's nothing you Um, can do about it. It's just stuff like this happens and it's why you diversify. Uh, I guess the only things I would add on that is is max your 401k out to the employer contribution. In my case, I put in 5%, they put in 3 If I wanted to put in another 5%, as long as I'm disciplined to do it, it would be better for me to do it outside of the 401k. I could do it in an IRA, a Roth IRA, or yeah. just after-tax investment, which is just fine too, depending on when you need the money. Uh, the expenses are always going to be lower. A 401k has some fees to it. Uh, it does. But when you're getting a match money, you, you want to maximize that. But I would start with learning your way around some good, uh, and I'm not necessarily a big got to be no load. It's The bottom line is if there's a, a small load and a big and a better return, what's the better deal? Yeah. Uh, the, the load is the commission fee. A no load fund has a commission fee in there somewhere. They are getting paid. Yeah, they're getting paid, and you're just not coming right out and paying them. Yeah, you're not taking a 2 or 3% hit right off the front, but you are taking a hit somewhere. Yeah. So look at the whole picture. Um, Vanguard's got some great stuff. Check out some of the websites. Fidelity's got some great stuff. Just- yeah, there there is a lot of great information on the company's websites. Uh, a lot of newsletters that they put out that it's just basic stuff that yeah you should know i heard a theory on dave ramsey and this was from uh, jack spirko's show through the last recession and you know we, i am guessing when this comes when all of this ends we are going to have a bit of a dip but it, it will come back because the economy was there was nothing wrong with the economy to cause this before the virus hit so as long right. as we don't take too long dinking around we'll be fine Okay. I could go so many ways with that, but I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> Ramsey supposedly had a net worth of about $8 million when the market did its nosedive. What was that? 2008, 2009, through all that whole mess? Yeah. So Ramsey says just invest in no load mutual funds. Uh, and he's all for growth stocks, high aggressive stuff. And don't even look at it and just, just keep putting into those funds. Those funds lost 50% really quick. Mm-hmm. So either a man with $8 million didn't bother looking and it turned to four, or he's lying. E- either way, <laughs> it probably wasn't good advice. And no. I'm, I'm not saying I agree or disagree, but I, I think if I had $8 million and it was all in growth stock mutual funds, uh, maybe six months before an election, I would have moved it all. Yeah. It doesn't mean you don't yeah, keep it's investing It's not going to just sit it. there. Yeah. 
you could still use dollar cost averaging. If someone was smart enough to move their money 90 days ago, which the only ones who did were, you know, those in Congress who now claim, oh, no, I have a private uh, manager handle that. I don't actually see it. But, yeah, Pelosi and Schumer, the whole bunch of them on both sides moved all their money before it crashed. Funny how that works. Yeah. You've been hearing us talk about Trucker's Edge for a good four years now. They've been great friends of the show, and we are proud of our affiliation with Trucker's Edge. Again, Trucker's Edge, powered by DAT, only the best load board in the industry. More loads, more brokers. You can get days to pay. You can get credit scores. You can get 15-day lane averages. You can even get tri-haul services. You can cancel it at any time. But here is the coolest part. Go to truckingafterhours.com slash edge or just go to trucking after hours and look for the ad in the sidebar you can sign up there for any one of their three plans absolutely free for 30 days so run that out for uh, 28 days see what you think if you don't like it cancel it we think you'll like it we think you'll stay and again truckingafterhours.com slash edge or just go to the website and check it out guys we know you will be happy Enough of that. Let's have a little bit of fun. The next one, hang on here. Okay, and this one was from Donald Roy. Uh, Just listen to the road trip toilet paper and mice episode. At the end, you mentioned you might do an episode about fitness and trucking. And I've had a couple of people request this since I brought that up. Uh, Please, please do that. I've been goosenecking livestock. He sent a picture here a little while back, and he had like the same GM with the same flatbed. (laughs) <laughs> it's just yeah kind of funny nice. i believe he even had the nine foot bed with the angled corners he's been doing that he's gained so far 20 pounds before that he spent 10 years in the marines and worked out like a fiend but he's trying to find ways to keep healthy while working crazy hours of baby yeah. bull hauling love the show although i've only caught one live show i've been listening faithfully for over a year thanks for all you do thank you and and you know you're the guy that we know is out there that we don't hear from there's 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 hundreds of you we don't know who you are where you're yep. going you're on the road you're busy and we get that and and we're just we're just glad you're here whether you listen to it the day it comes out or a month after it comes out yeah it so, don't matter so i jotted down a few notes we, we i mean i couldn't have done this without chris but i am 176 now, which is the light. I, I think I'm where I was when we got married 35 years oh, ago. Oh, no, you were even thinner then. That's hard to believe. I know. You were a little tiny thing. And, and, <laughs> and, and you know, I'm six feet tall. I could, I could carry 180, 190 really well. I thought I could carry 230 pretty well, but I felt like hell. Um, <laughs> I dipped down to 215 several times, and I spent years going between 215. And, and Well, when I took that job with Sarah Lee delivering bread, I got down to 204. And that was the lightest I'd been. I was back up at that 215 mark. And it was after your cancer, your stem cell transplant. And then I came home, went back on the road. And, and less than a year later, I go to get my DOT physical. And my my blood sugar was, what, 188? My A1C was over 8. Ooh. And it's like, holy crap. It, in light of everything that the Castle Curator went through. And she didn't ask for any of that. None of that. No. That is just life that happens, and it sucks, and you deal with it, and she did. The diabetes, on the other hand, granted, there's some family heredity to it. I'm trending about 10 years ahead of my mother. But the trucking lifestyle and my garbage diet on the road brought it on, made, made brought it on earlier. 
You mean the Cheerios and Mountain Dew? Well, not the Cheerios and Mountain Dew, the bridge mix, the chocolate-covered peanuts. <laughs> I blame the bulk of it on those damned Reese's peanut butter cups in the truck stop. Yeah. Because they're always right by the checkout and with a sign that says deal or sale. Yeah. And it's never one. It's never one. It's never no. the two-pack. It's the three-pack. But it's not just one three-pack because one three-pack is like $2.19. But two three-packs is three forty-nine. Well, hell, that's yeah. a good deal. It'll last me a You're week. You're losing money by not buying the second one. Yeah. So so it'll last me a week. But, you know, the first three are gone before I it'll hit the It'll last freeway. you the parking lot. Let's be honest. Well, that's the first three anyway. <laughs> the second three, you know, I'll get her up in the ninth gear at least before I break open that second pack. And then I still have four more gears to go. Just the discipline of doing it. And I wrote down um, a lot of notes. There's a good post on this. If you're listening live, this post won't be out until Friday because I have to finish it. But I really did put down, um, and it is still growing, a lot of things. And the first thing, if you're the average schmuck like me who was a good 30 pounds, 40 pounds, I mean, over 10, 15% of my body weight, and I haven't worked out or done anything other than that that was... uh that was before I started throwing calves again. Yeah. So, you know, you, you don't get to drive for two days and then throw straps over a, a load of lumber and call that a workout. No, that's just yeah. a good way to get injured. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it, it just doesn't count. But I think of the things that made my success before we get into details, and I think this is important. There's two things you have to do. And these don't have to come in one order or the other, but I think they are critical. Is, is number one, you need to be committed. I'm not going on a diet. I'm not going to change things for a while. I don't like what I see in the mirror, and I need to make some permanent, forever changes in my lifestyle. Yep. And I'm not happy with how I am. And you've got to think about it in a sense that the pain of failure is so great, you will not fail. What's life going to be like without a commercial driver's license? How the hell are we going to live on 11 bucks an hour with me working at Menards? Right. Will they hire me? I don't know. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, you don't go from $60,000 a year to 11 bucks an hour and not have some discomfort. And not be okay. Yeah. How, how are you going to, how are you going to look your family in the eye doing that? Yeah. The next one would be, I mean, who was my doctor at the time? Dick Pebbler. Yeah. Dr. Pebbler, yeah. right right there in very Rice Lake. Very good family friend. A very good family friend. His kids went to school with you guys. We had a lot of family functions together. We didn't hang out together, but we knew each other very well, and we had a mutual respect. When he diagnosed me and told me, this is what you need to do, and I'm going to send you to a nutritionist. Or nutritionist? Nutritionist. Nutritionist. So he sends me to a nutritionist that happens to be a good friend from church, uh, his wife. So now I have two people <laughs> who I highly respect saying, Buck, this is what you have to do. This yeah. is how you fix this. And it wasn't so much fixing the diabetes. It was fixing the overweight and not moving because that's what was bringing it on. Pencil to paper, 7% of my body weight, 250 pounds or 215 pounds, excuse me, brought up the magic number of 194. If I can get to 194... I should be okay. And uh, I just started walking. I started, you know, Chris started doing a lot of, my, I was still on the road, but that was when we started bagging up more food. Yep. 
But it didn't take more than a few months to realize I was running, we were still running paper logs, 20 hours a day, three, four hours sleep. I don't have the self-discipline to put the peanut butter cups down when I'm only, you know, when when you're running a thousand miles a day and not getting any sleep, you're going to drink garbage and you're going to eat garbage. Yeah. So I did something drastic. And that's one of the things I mentioned in here. If you have to do something drastic, do something drastic. I left the road for six months. Yep. We, we lived off of some savings. And when the savings got a little low, because I wasn't selling that many cars, because that's what I did. I went to a car dealership. I went back on the road and I figured out how to keep the weight off on the road. And all these years later, the, the weight is still off. I think the the biggest takeaway out of that is a lifestyle change. A life- it, you, you have to adopt that mindset. It can't be, well, I'm going to do a diet or, you know, I'm going to do this cleanse. I'm, I'm going to, I mean, the world is full of people doing these. I'm not eating this. I'm not eating this. I'm not eating this. No, it, it's, it's not a, you're going to do a fad diet. You're going to lose 15 pounds and think, oh, I'm great. I can do, you know, go back to normal. No, you need to adopt a completely different mentality about not just food and physical exercise. It's, it's a lifestyle about where you want to be in 10 years, 15 years. You know, before all of this happened, I remember watching an episode of The Biggest Loser. And we're going back, well, we're going back over 10 years because that was 10 years ago since I've been diagnosed. It was that Matt and Susie, they were a couple of uh, contestants. Oh, yes. And I think he won first place and she placed very well and they ended up getting married. But I remember real early on, why are you here? When they asked him that question and he said, I'm here to change my relationship with food. And and that's what you have to do. You're going to change your relationship with food, with exercise, and, and do something different. But I think th- between accountability to a doctor, a nutritionist, to people who are watching me, and a, a real solid commitment that it's got to start there, or, or you're just yeah. you're done. Um, I see a nurse practitioner now, and I have a lot of respect for. Her. I feel some accountability for what I do. I've got to go back and get my A1C checked because it was too high. Pretty sure I've got it under control, but I'm anxious to get it checked. I guess let's get a little more specific here because, I, I, again, I wrote a lot of these. First off, bring food from home. You're going to save a yeah. bloody fortune, and you're mm-hmm. going to pace yourself. I mean, we brought— Get the, a good cooler. Uh, yeah. Now, I had my just my, my Coleman 12-volt cooler that plugged in. Keep the thing out of the sun. It'll stay nice and cool. If you got the air on too high, it might even freeze a few things, so be careful. Bring more of your own food. Breakfast, I, I really enjoy Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt and f- fruit, that's a healthy breakfast. You don't need a lot if you're sitting on your butt. Throw no. in a boiled egg or something, but you sure don't need to go in and sit down and have a big restaurant or, or a big uh, restaurant meal. I think one big thing that, that I had to learn was this is a portion about the size of your fist. Yeah. We have serious yeah. portion control issues. <laughs> We mean you mm-hmm. and me, brother trucker. We we pile it on. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I don't mean you. I, I mean <laughs> I mean the rest of it. Oh no, here. I I I look at uh, an actual portion of you know whether it's a chicken or side dishes are my weakness. You know when when we eat dinner, it's yeah I'm gonna have you know two pieces of chicken, and I'm probably gonna have 
one whole packet of, you know, the pasta sides that we made because I always make two bags. Well, I'm going to eat one whole bag myself because you put a scoop on a plate and go, okay, there's two bites. That's nobody can live on that. That's not a survey. (laughs) (laughs) On to one of the rules. If it's white, don't eat it. That's the pasta. That's the potatoes. All the stuff that tastes. That's the bread. That's the ranch dressing. Well, I have no problem giving up ranch dressing because it's just wrong. Except for popcorn, though. Popcorn's good. Because I used to pop a lot of popcorn. Chris would uh, pre-pop microwave popcorn, uh, and that was all the light stuff. And then she'd put it in Ziploc bags, and I'd take four of those on the road with me. Uh, Those work very well. Eating in the truck. I know. (laughs) Wind, and I don't sit and drive hours at a time. But I don't crave... Like a cheeseburger when I'm driving. I want, I'm going to reach into the cooler and grab a handful of something, whether it's fruit snacks, I'll pack like the frosted mini shredded wheats. I crave just constant snacks. Is, is that, is, are you better? Is that okay if you're packing the right snacks? Are you better off doing that or are you better off doing that? I'm going to have breakfast. I'm going to have a snack around 10. I'm going to have an actual lunch. I eat every two hours. And one of the things that you need to learn is is it is not going to kill you to go an hour and 45 minutes without eating. Discipline yourself. I I, <laughs> I have an 11-year-old boy who will disagree with you. Well, he's 11 and he sure burns it off. And, and, and yeah, anybody else, if you're playing hockey like he does, eat, eat till your heart's content. Um, yeah. I love to eat. I and I remember when I got diabetes, you made the comment when I was diagnosed, you made the comment that uh, – uh, it, was, it was a shame because you loved to eat. And she is an amazing cook. And I love to cook, and it, our whole life yeah. changed drastically <laughs> Yeah, that it, day. it really did. And just because I, I need to learn to stay out of stuff, the, the grandkids still get cookies, I just get a cookie or two cookies. I don't get nine anymore. <laughs> but we used, we learned to cut up, like, watermelon and stuff. You'd go with a container of fruit so you could pick at that or gum as he— Watermelon, more. gum, green pepper, red pepper, yellow pepper. They, they all taste differently. You'll enjoy the taste. You'll learn to taste some of that <laughs> stuff. Red pepper and yellow pepper were actually, those were a sweet. They're wonderful. And yeah. and you would slice them. They, they would be sliced. But I would, like even now, I'll eat my breakfast at uh, 5 in the morning. 8 o'clock, I have a protein bar that we buy. It is a Kirkland brand that we buy those at Costco. Costco, by the case. I have a protein bar at 8. At 10 o'clock, I have a little bit of trail mix. Uh, at noon, somewhere around noon, I might have the other protein bar or I might have it with my lunch. Eat my lunch about 1.30. When I'm done with lunch, I'm done till I get home for dinner time. And okay. yeah, I actually go four hours with, without eating. But when you were on the road, we would go get those, the frozen Weight Watcher dinners. Either Weight Watcher dinners, budget gourmet, and... and it was always a um, healthier one, yeah. not necessarily vision. budget gourmet, the, but the, the lean, hungry man, lean cuisine, lean yeah. cuisine, and I say Weight Watchers just because that was the brand, the smart ones, and they had quite a good variety. And those fit in yeah. the and and you know what, your evening meal that's that's what's going to get you in trouble. You eat a big meal and you go to bed. Yeah. So yeah, that Weight Watcher meal, and I'll tell you what makes that Weight Watcher meal fill you, and that's. I'd also take along a bag of mixed vegetables, a big old handful of broccoli, and put that on it when it's halfway done microwaving. Or uh, I used to put some of those right there in that the 12-volt lunchbox, 12-volt, 12 12-volt, 12 
<laughs> it's the rear end of a Chevy heating my food <laughs> of a 12 volt lunchbox and uh, close it up, add a little water in the bottom. And I'd put a ball of foil in the bottom so the, the package didn't sink. But I used to do that quite often and just heat them in that. And when I park for the night, they're warm and ready to go. Yeah. But uh, the portion size is there. If you need a bigger portion, add in a whole bunch of vegetables. They're not going to hurt you. The key to exercise. I, I don't like exercise. I, I'm finally to the point where I like running. I don't, I'm not a guy who ever, oh, I want to go to the gym. I don't like the gym. I don't want to no. go work out. I don't want to do that. I have to do something uh, for diabetes. It's cardio. If you're not diabetic, you maybe or maybe not want to do the cardio, but you need to do something. Cardio is good. It gets your heart healthy. It gets your circulation going. If you got a blood sugar issue, cardio will lower your blood sugar. But I did my homework, and the magic minimum number that I found was 24 minutes. And that, that is like the minimum. So I could get out of my truck. I could do my stretch. I could walk, run, walk, run until I got to the point where I could run for 30 minutes, and I could knock out you know, three miles in 30 minutes, no problem now. But nice. I could run for, I could do my stretching, do my two and a half, three mile run, get back and be in the truck in 30 minutes. I'd do that every other day on the road. On the odd days, I would do maybe an eight minute quick run to get my heart rate up. And I still see it sitting right over here on my desk <laughs> um, next to the wire loom. Why there's a blue wire loom wrapped up around my desk, I don't know, about three feet of wire <laughs> loom over there. That was a like a 2009 Men's Health Magazine, and I just ripped out an article on that on core exercises with with a set of dumbbells, and went it down. Yeah, and I did those on the off days. One, and it it worked. It was a simple thirty minute plan. If you work out in the morning, you you alter your metabolism for the day. So it's always better to do that. What about biking? You know, biking is great if you can drag that along. It, it's good if you can throw it on your truck or if you're home every day. I mean. It's great cardio. It's something I've actually thought about. Um, it's just one more thing. It's to great cardio, off. and it's it's ten times easier on your knees. You know, it is as, I, as opposed to to running. Say you you're working up to that. You know, like you were saying, your your walk jog walk jog. Well, if if you already have a little extra weight, anyways, you have a very easy job where you spend a lot of time sitting. So your knees aren't getting a lot of working out anyways. Not going to be the easiest on your knees and your your joints in general to start running. And you would know because you used <laughs> I have horrible knees from decades of hurdling, pounding out 10 miles a day. <laughs> oh, hurdling, man, yeah. a, hurdling and uh, cross country. Oh, our, our track was horrible. We, we did not have a rubber track. We no. had a blacktop track. So <laughs> it was, you're either running on the blacktop track or you're running on the blacktop roads. And I, I still feel it in my knees. <laughs> you, you know, I will say this about running. I don't buy expensive shoes. We go to Kohl's. Um, I buy generally Asics. Yep. And I'm big on a good insole. Yes. So we might find a shoe, a, a pair of shoes on sale. 50, 60 bucks. And then I don't mind blowing another 35 bucks on a real nice pair of insoles. Pull the old ones out, put the new ones in, and it's easier on your knees. Just make sure the shoes have an insole you can pull out. There you go. A yes. lot of the Nikes, they're glued in and they're not coming out. So it's something to look at when you buy yeah, They will after about 300 miles. <laughs> yeah, really. Right out. <laughs> um, 
but I've I've also there's several different running methods and I, and I try to follow the chi running method which is kind of a forward lean and it's a little less impact. You go faster with a little less energy output and it's a little lower impact. So there are ways to mitigate the impact. Running yeah. on pavement is easier than concrete. I think part of the reason I've been able to run for 10 years is those years in Rice Lake, I had County C, which had a really wide skirt, and then it had a, uh, I mean, the skirt beside the white line, people. The shoulder. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then it had a, about another car's length, a car's width of pea gravel beside that. Very low impact. You, you time yourself. Yeah. I was definitely a little slower running on the gravel, but uh, the calorie burn was there. And the cardio was certainly there. Now yeah. we came here. It's hard to run and drive a spotter truck. <laughs> but I'm also, this is nuts. 194 worked for years and then my blood sugar started going up again. And thus the dip down into the 170s. We joined the gym. We joined the Y. Yep. The Y has this beautiful, it takes 11 laps for a mile, but I just plug in my earbuds, kick on yep. a good podcast. Off you go. Hold the little clicker in my can, in my hand, in my, can, in my hand, and uh, knock out thirty-five. Yeah, maybe laps. the uh, the Coors Edge isn't the uh, the NA beer for you. <laughs> it's got a. It must You're getting be, loopy. It must be that less than zero point five percent. But I've always been very careful and try to pay attention to my knees and know when it's time to quit. And there might yeah. be, might be times. You know, if I work for four days, I'm going to go to the gym. We'll get up early and go. I'm going to go probably three of the four. And one of those days I might do two miles. I might do three and a half to nothing and then, or 3.1 to nothing and then 3.1 again. It, it, yeah. it just pay attention to my body, but, uh. You used to also keep a scale in the truck with you. That is on the list. Keep a scale in the truck. It's not going to work on carpet. You need to keep a little board to put it on. Uh, but if you use a cutting board anyway for a plate or for a, a table surface or anything, Set the scale on that. Weigh yourself every day. Write it down. Start writing down everything you uh, everything you eat for a while. That'll scare the hell out of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I had a conversation with a friend. It's like, I need to add more protein to my smoothie. I'm not losing any weight. Well, what's in your smoothie now? And it's like, have you ever counted up the calories to your breakfast smoothie? You, 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 <laughs> you've got 1,400 calories right there. Your problem isn't you need more protein. You need less less calories. Yeah, um, less waste. Protein fills you better. Fiber fills you better, meaning you feel more full. You feel fuller. So if and you, it lasts longer. Yes. yes. So if you have a breakfast with, uh, well, like in my case, maybe Greek yogurt and blueberries, and then that first snack is a couple of boiled egg slices and half a salt and pepper, you're full pretty good. You feel it. You're 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 content. Yeah. I'll stick with my four ego waffles covered in peanut butter. <laughs> now, I, hey, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> now, here's where really people screw up. Oh, I hit the five-pound mark. I'm going to go. Get, I deserve. I deserve a trip to Cold Stone. No, you deserve 10 more laps around the truck stop. Exactly. Exactly. No, yeah, it's, that's exactly it, the way to celebrate it. You work your butt off to lose those pounds. And you will blink, and they will come right back. You know, one one cheat meal does way more damage than you think. More than you realize, and it doesn't show up the next day. It shows up two, two and a half days later, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
the hard part right now with all the gyms closed because I was going six days a week. Yeah. Now there's nothing. It's like nothing. You can't do nothing to me. <laughs> you can't. Uh, yeah. say. So luckily we have stuff here. It's just, it's hard. It, it is. And you know, I mean, I'm, I'm looking over here at some of the notes. Um, hey, Brian, good to see you. Uh, Christopher makes a good point, though, with, with get a good quality bike. I'd rather buy a high-end used bike than a Walmart new bike if I'm going to be serious about doing anything other than chasing the grandkids around the block. Um, yeah. Uh, well, it also depends on brands. Yeah, yeah. You, you've got to watch your brand, but. But buy something quality, buy a, if, if you have to put a different seat on it afterwards, do whatever it takes. If biking interests you more, like you say, it's lower impact, make sure you get the right length of frame, do a little reading up, study what you're doing, and uh, try not to get run over. <laughs> and don't get one of those damn electric bikes that does the pedaling for you. <laughs> oh, my God. That defeats the purpose. One of the guys I work with has one that goes 50 miles an hour. He made it himself. Nice. Um, yeah, he's he's uh he's he's actually making some to sell, and I want to get him on the program one of these days. It'd be an interesting one. If you got something that interests you, fitness wise, go after it. This is the time to do it. Yeah. What whatever that may be, running. And you don't you don't even need equipment. Google body weight exercises. Body weight core You're going to find pages and pages and pages of stuff you can do with literally nothing. Exactly. A rubber, even the rubber bands do a lot. I mean, I've done a lot with just the elastic bands. Yeah. And I know I need to word this right so you don't take it wrong. You all, <laughs> I know you had a couple dumbbells. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I dated a Doesn't few Doesn't matter in my how day. you take it. It's a true statement. <laughs> <laughs> I know you had two five pound dumbbells I, I had or two, ten pounds or fifteen. I bought okay. Now here's cheap at Walmart. It was fifteen pound dumbbell dumb, dumbbells. They broke wow. down into um, you could break them into a five pound, a ten pound, or a fifteen. Okay. Um, just because they each had a little plate and a big plate on each side, and I would do the appropriate weight. And I started out with a five. I actually started out with a set of uh, little ones that you had. And I think that's important, like the core routine that's sitting over there. Before I got into weight, and I learned this from doing all of my reading, do it with almost no weight and learn your range of motion. Yeah, So you can, your form. Yeah, so you can get your form and your motion. When I showed that group of exercises, there's one in there that's called a Y-lift. And when I showed that to the trainer at the gym, he said, don't ever do that exercise again. That will rip your shoulders to pieces. My shoulders are already in pain. I don't need that. So I followed yeah. his advice and substituted that with some other things. But I still do a lot of those exercises at the Y. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you why I chose running. It, it's cardio. Tennis shoes aren't that expensive. And I can get it done in 24 minutes. But it's not for everybody. No. It, it certainly it is. is. It is enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, but find what works for you and just start doing it. The last piece of advice I will get you, and I'll give you a two here, and as people are watching you, uh, don't let the bastards get you down. Your yeah. your friends are just waiting for you to fail. Uh-huh. And the other is, you know, Billy Big Rig, who's, you know, coming out with a two cups of energy, two bottles of energy drink, and he's got a big old belly in front of him, and he sees you out, uh, in my case, flat bedding. I just 
parked my the nose of my little short uh, 384 out with the nose of the, the big trucks next to me, and that gave me about eight feet behind the trailer to exercise. But there's always yeah. some dipshit walking between the trucks that's going to say, oh, you're doing the, oh, yeah, here's how I used to do it. And it's like, shut up, you fat bastard. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Uh, yeah. I've never sh- done this. <laughs> I sure don't need physical fitness advice from you. You know, (laughs) I don't know who you are and I don't know where you were a Navy SEAL or an Airborne Ranger, but get the hell away from me. Why is it they were all Navy SEALs? Oh, exactly. I am. I am not going to lie. The amount of ex-Navy SEALs in this country. They all drive trucks. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why there's a driver shortage. I will put this post on, uh, I'll, I'll link it on Facebook when I publish it Thursday afternoon, Friday morning, because I'm we're still writing it. Um, but this is all stuff I did, and it's all things you can duplicate and just yeah. full of good ideas. Take a look at it. Read it over. I think you'll like it. The biggest thing, make a team, make a commitment, and find some damned accountability. Because if you just say, oh, I'm going to go out there and lose 10 pounds, you know what? You're going to lose three pounds and gain eight. Yep. The one other tip I'll, I'll, I'm going to end it on this and then we'll move on and do the double dose of this week in beer. If your goal in my case was 194 the first time, in this case, it's one seven. I mean, when I met with the trainer at the YMCA, he said, what are your goals? I said, this is going to sound funny. My goals are six point anything and 170 anything. And the six point anything is my A1C. It needs to be under seven. Yeah. End of story. It's got to be under seven. And I need my weight to be under 180. 170 anything. So if I can hit 174, 175, I can bounce back and forth between there and 177 and be just fine. That's yep. So if your goal is to get under 200, you better set your goal at about 194 and know you're going to yo-yo between there and 197. Yeah. Weigh yourself every day and deal with the consequences. Put on your big boy pants and do what you got to do. And I would say it probably helps having, like you said, somebody on on your team, whether it's your your significant other, somebody you're running, you know, running a a route with that you're yakking on the CB with. You know, you need you, you can't do it all on your own. You need somebody to help you. You really do. You, you need you need some encouragement. You need not just accountability to wag a finger at you, but accountability to what are you doing wrong? What do you need to correct? And yeah. I'll, I'll give you an example of where I, I found total failure in this is as our healthcare situation changed with insurance and providers, somewhere along the line, we lost coverage with that system. And we ended up, I ended up in the mail system with Dr. Bennett, who I really liked, uh, also delivered two of my grandkids. Neat family practitioner. I had a lot of respect for him, and he gave me some great advice as, as we went through uh, three or four years of him as doing my DOT physical, you know, and then other little things along the way. Then he left. He took a, a job with another uh, medical system, another healthcare system, and he left Rice Lake. And then I ended up at a doctor... In the Rice Lake, he was in the Barron Clinic. In the Rice Lake Clinic that uh, they'd recommended I go see her next. She weighed more than I did and was about a foot and a half short. And her first piece of advice with my A1C was, oh, let's just double your metformin. 
And it's like, no, hell no, that is not what I need to hear. No. Well, what do you need that's, to hear? That's not an answer. <laughs> I need to hear what are you eating? What are you doing? What did you change? Something, you know, you know I need, I need you to hold me accountable for why the hell I'm in here with a, at that time, maybe a 6.6 when it should have been a 6.4. Yeah. That's what I need to hear from you. That accountability, accountability wasn't there because that's the way she thinks. I don't want that. And now the nurse practitioner I see at the clinic is, is the same way. We need to see how far we can push you and keep you on. I'm still on the, the, the 500 milligrams twice a day that I was on almost 10 years ago. That's never been increased. Nice. And let's keep it that way for as long as we possibly can. Yeah. I was thinking maybe I'm at that point. Guess what? I'm not at that point. I got up yesterday morning. My blood sugar was lower than it's probably been in <laughs> I know two years. <laughs> <laughs> We're attributing it to the Uncle Mike's cookie he had. Uh, two Uncle no. Mike's cookies. No. <laughs> yes. No, Uncle Mike's is not like that. I those even are, had a- Those are just empty. Well, that's I had why a, his blood sugar was so low. I had a, 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 a <laughs> snickerdoodle and that Texas, whatever the hell it was. Heaven. It's a heaven cookie. It, it was. Yeah, it, it was. If it you was, can get anything good and put it in a cookie, It was the next cookie. best thing to just a good piece of homemade fudge. Perfect. <laughs> Ooh, I do like fudge. This week in beer. Let's hear it, bro. All right. We got uh, a couple of them. Uh, the first one is... From the uh, the Budweiser company, Anheuser-Busch, uh, they are offering a three-month supply of beer free uh, if you adopt a dog. Uh, they're running a, a promotion um, through a company called Midwest Animal Rescue Services. Uh, they're in Minneapolis, Minnesota, just across the river here. And yeah, if you're 21 and older and you adopt a dog through this company, they will give you a basically a, a gift card in the amount of a hundred dollars, which is a week's worth of beer. Three, yeah, two cases of beer a week for three months, I think they said, or something like that. But yeah, that's that's kind of neat. Get drunk, yeah. Get drunk, get a dog. <laughs> All right. God. I like it. Poor All dog. the one-liners that come to mind. <laughs> oh, man, what did I do last night? Where did that dog come from? <laughs> Why does my head hurt? Uh, the second one is a little more local. This is in Rich, uh, where was this? Richfield, Wisconsin. I thought these were both neat that they were good Midwest stories. They are. You know, we we obviously like our beer here in the Midwest. And where did I find uh, these stories? Like out of the Phoenix Times or some goofy-ass thing? Yeah, this one is out of uh, Fox 10 in Phoenix, so not even a, a local no. news. So we're we're nation famous in Wisconsin. Darn right. <laughs> There's a lot of loneliness going on in the world right now. You know, I I can't go hang out at the the local bar or the restaurant with with my friends and have that you know Friday afternoon beer. Not even supposed to have them come over to the bar in the garage and have that Friday afternoon beer. You know, we got to keep keep our social distancing here. So there's a, a video, um, two neighbors. It was obviously time for their afternoon beer. And I've, I've seen this video a couple of times and it's, you know, neighbor A out in his driveway. Video recording and you see a garage door open kind of kitty corner across the street. 
here comes this radio-controlled car flying down the driveway, buzzes across the street, pulls up into his driveway, and here he's he's attached a, a can koozie onto this RC car, and there's a beer sitting in it. So he grabs a beer. Thanks, neighbor. And off goes the car. I love that. Off goes the car. <laughs> oh, I, I just love that one, yeah. Yeah, you just, know, it's, it's just great. You you just have to improvise. I wasn't sure if our our neighbor next door was uh, uh, still going in and just a, a skeleton crew, or if he was working from home this week. So, uh, but he's going in, isn't he? Yeah, that's good because I thought you know sitting in there all alone, probably give him a call and say, hey, let's let's uh, have a cold one out on the front steps. You sit on your steps, I'll sit on my steps, and we'll. Uh, we'll Neither we'll- one of you drink, do you? Because I don't think, I think he, yeah, a, neither one of us drink, so it it would be uh, whatever near beers. whatever non alcoholic yeah. choice he chooses in my uh, Coors damn near stuff edge, but uh, it, it's like you know, I, I guess the point to that whole thing is who do you need to check on? Yeah, who do you need? That to, that is very important. Who do you need? Yeah, and who do you need to give a call? And uh, I, I had a fun little debate back and forth with uh, with with. Uh, somebody who means a lot to me on Facebook today. And, and at the end of the day, it's like, well, here's what we both agree on. Both parties suck. <laughs> <laughs> and that was neat. You know, yeah. that was neat. You, you, you find those little things because, uh, yeah, cause he's in a, in a spot where he has to isolate for a little while to, to protect his kids. And, and, right. uh, we all do what we have to do. We'll all get through this and we'll live to fight another day. But, if you got stories to tell, stories to share, we'd love to hear them. Shoot, just send them to, uh, hey, that was the one thing I loved about Cannon's email. Truckingafterhours at gmail.com. Nice. That's to, the one. Yeah, and you know what? If you send it there, you're not competing with the 37,000 news threads I subscribe to and mostly ignore. <laughs> <laughs> True. Let's keep it that oh, way. Oh, man. With that, what do you say we uh, put this thing in gear? If you want to join us live, we do this every Sunday night at 845 Central Time. We would love to have you uh, find us right there at Facebook.com slash Trucking Podcast. Yep. Thinking real hard about experimenting with a Facebook group. Haven't decided yet. Yeah. Takes takes time, and I don't know how much more time I have to give to this at the moment. But, True. Uh, we'll see where it goes. I will dub the music in after the show, and we will talk to you all next week. Drive safe, wash your hands, don't touch the damn doors at the bathroom. No, (laughs) shiny side up and uh, keep her between the dishes, guys. God bless, and we'll talk to you all next week. Keep your powder dry. Thanks for listening.